sort of conference play, does it feel different? I'm excited. I think, uh, you know, I can honestly say now 2019, you know, we went through it and um, had some really good games and uh, learned a lot about ourselves and still growing, still in the growing process. But I thought we learned a lot about our guys and uh, a lot of good. And uh, now excited to get into conference play 2020 and uh, get to play, uh, you know, UCLA and USC. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited for it. Hey, did um, anything happen in that Houston game that uh, that you liked or didn't like or after taking a look at it, you know, for a second time? That I, I think we did a lot of really good things. I thought defensively, you know, first half we really rebounded the ball well. We were plus one. That got us out in transition, and that was obviously a really a key point. Second half, um, you know, we did a really good job defensively for the most part, and they took a lot of end-of-the-shot clock shots, and we didn't rebound. And uh, they were able to, um, you know, score. And so, you know, they just – I don't know if they wore us out, um, but I know those hustle plays. I think they had – uh, you know, they scored 21 points off, you know, red situations, which we talk about 10 seconds le- or less on the shot clock. And uh, and then, obviously, we need to limit our turnovers. That's been kind of the Achilles heel with this team this year. And um, we've, we've kind of been up and down there. But we work on it every day in terms of how we can improve it. You didn't get a lot from Jaden in the second half. Was that scheme? Was that just because of them? You know, well, I think sometimes, you know, Jaden got a little bit of foul trouble and, you know, you lose. He, he, he started off so hot. He was so good and rebounded the ball exceptionally well. Uh, second half, he just couldn't get it going. That happens uh, in games. But he's uh, he's a heck of a player. And, uh, you know, we, we, we're going to need his, uh, not only his offense, but his defense um, in the games and as we move forward. You talk about a working on eliminating those turnovers. Yep. What does go into the process of trying to <clears throat> cut those down? Well, I think a big thing is, is just it's focus and practice. We've gone back to a lot of fundamental stuff. We'll, we'll jump stop. We'll uh, pass into the post. Um, a lot of basic stuff. Uh, but it's just it's, it's awareness. It's, it's understanding. Um, you know, we're not huge in the numbers, but, you know, and a lot of our, our numbers in the, um, the top 25 games that we've played or around those type of teams have been turnovers. That's, you know, you can't give uh, a top 25 team 15 extra possessions off of second chance, uh, you know, offense rebounds and, and turnovers. That just, you can't do that at the level that we want to play at. And, uh, and so it's something that we focus on getting better. Um, but defensively, I thought we've we've done a really good job uh, with the numbers of, of two-point defense. We've gotten better at the three-point defense. Um, we've been better offensively. I think we've been better at pushing the ball in transition, sharing it. And when that happens, we've been shooting better. Um, we've really only had one really bad offense tonight, and that was Tennessee. Um, um, but, you know, um, I'm really uh, proud of these guys. Uh, they've gotten better, and, and we just need to move forward, bottom line. So it's nice to have... 2020. When it comes to rebounding and mm-hmm. when you're not rebounding well, is that a function of the defense you're playing? Guys leaking out, mindset, what is it? It's, you know what, it's, it's, you know, we've played, you know, we played Tennessee, which was one of the best rebounding teams. I think we, we out-rebounded them. So it's been there. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 you just got to do it all the time. It's, it's, a, it's a focus. When you're in a zone, there are a lot of holes in, in, in zone. A lot of it's not, I'm going to box out Percy. You know, it's, uh, I'm not boxing out you. You're you're rebounding areas, and uh, you know, like I said in the first half, we did a great job. We were, our nose was you know on the ball, and in the second half, we just didn't against Houston, and that ended up being a big part of the game. Uh, 
And so um, at championship-level basketball, where we want to be playing uh, at the end of the year, you have to be able to do those things. Um, both games, uh, Houston and, say, even Gonzaga, late in the game, we didn't get rebounds that we had to get, and we turned it over in opportune times. And those things are disasters, you know. Whereas Baylor, we executed in the last six minutes as good as you can. You can, you can. Um, and so um, we've proven we can do it. We just need to do the good things longer periods of time. Do you think that, like, by this point, that your identity is set and that guys kind of know what their roles are in – you know, per se, that's a good question. I, I would hope so. Um, you know, we, we know we, we play, uh, you know, we, we try to get it to Isaiah. Uh, defensively, we know. I think the, the difference of playing some man and zone is should we have played more man, should we have played less, you know, whatever that may be. Um, but for the most part, I think defensively, we, we, we know that that's where we hang our hat. Our zone is something that gives us something different. And with that, um, we had so many good moments our first year in that, but we still had some ups and downs because we were young and new. Um, I think these guys have done a better job than that first year in knowing the zone um, and, and uh, really learning it, and it can still get better. But, um, you know, growing pains you're always going to have when you, when you have youth and inexperience. As you enter conference play and I'm with a young team, is there an area that you look at that you want to be farther along or you feel like you should be farther along at this point? Uh, you know, we, we went through that, you know, defending the three-point line, that's what we do. Um, but I think, um, you know, we went from, we were like 101st um, offensively and we've moved ourselves all the way down to 66 or 65 or whatever it is. So we've shown a lot of improvement there. And I think that's been a lot of, when you defense, when your defense is really good, you know, you're usually getting into what? Into transition. And I feel like that's an area that we've gotten a lot better. And when we've gotten those in rhythm shots, we've sh we've shot as good as we've shot all season. Um, Quade shot really well. Jade McDaniel's has had great moments. Amir's had some really good moments. Didn't have a great shooting game against Houston, but for the most part, with the ones that he's got, uh, Nas. Um, so um, I'm happy with that. We just we just have to be better in what we do. We have to, you know, can we become a top 20 defensive team? Uh, and then it goes back to you know. I don't think we're ever going to be a great rebounding team, but we have to be a better rebounding team. And then going back to instead of having 15 turnovers or 16, can we be at that 10? And that goes back to, uh, you know, focus, uh, slowing down. And with experience, you, you do slow down. With experience, um, uh, you know where the ball has to go. Um, and then in practice, we work on it every day. So. Jaden's such a young guy, yep. and sometimes on the court, he looks like he gets frustrated. His body language isn't the best. What yep. are the conversations you have with him? Do you see that? Well, I think you know it's the great. The funny thing about Jaden is people have said that to me, but he is like the most positive, coachable kid that I've ever been around. <laughs> I think sometimes he gets hard on himself, and he'll you know. Um, what people don't know, and, and when he got the technical foul in the Hawaii game, he knew the player, and he pinched his ear. And they gave him a technical for touching his face. Well, that was Jaden. Jaden knows that kid from a long time, and they've worked out for each other. And sometimes I think Jaden's just misunderstood. Um, he, he gets frustrated at himself. We talked to him a lot about that. Um, but he is an incredible kid, extremely coachable, and, um, you know, a hell of a player. How important is Quade Green's development to the rest of this year just as a point guard leading this team? You know, he's, he's a guy, he's, you know, um, you know, he's assisting. He makes other guys better. He's been instrumental in pushing the ball. If you'll see, he'll get the outlet and just pass it up to J-Mac or, 
or uh, or Nas, and you know it helps Isaiah. It helps us push it uh, early, which is huge. Um, he's learning the defense. Um, that's been a big challenge for him. You know, some of the things that we teach in our defense is, is against what he's been taught for the last 20 years. Uh, how we defend. So there's some habits that have to be changed that you can only get that through repetition. Um, but he's always been a good shooter and he's starting to shoot the ball well. And when you have a guy who can shoot to that caliber, uh, when the game's on the line or just open shots, it's it's just huge. Do you think going forward that he'll stick with the six to eight man rotation? And is that, you know, as you get later into the season? Percy, I, you know, for me, uh, uh, you know, we're always getting our guys ready in practice. Um, you know, there's there's a few guys that I think can can help us be become better. Um, you know, and it just goes to back to how, how each game is just going to be. Each game poses a different challenge, and uh, you know, practice has mattered for me in the sense of if I see somebody shooting well, I see somebody who's confident, I see somebody who's working hard, I see somebody who's really engaged in the defense. Um, those are the things um, that that make you as a as a coach want to put in a guy. Um, but I, I love the eight-man rotation. That's what I've always done. Um, and then having a ninth guy that you know it might be a, a big rebounder. It might be another big who can come in defend, or it might be a shooter. So um, we're always going to keep trying to evolve and innovate what we are and how we can improve, per se. With as dominant as Isaiah has been down on the block, how do you balance where guys are trying to get him the ball a little too much, the ball stopping and just taking their opportunities. Listen, uh, I don't know if you remember the Kansas game, but we ran it, we passed it back, and we gave it to Noah. And, uh, you know, if they play a man-to-man, they're really, really good. He can score down there, he gets fouled. And if two guys come, they pass out, and you're playing four versus three. Um, I think that, you know, you know, player movement, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you if you can get great players get double teamed and that allows other guys to be better. And so I feel like even the Houston game, we had shots to make you got you to knock them down um, and then limit turnovers in all the games that we played. And we could easily be in a situation to be 12 and one or, you know, um, you know, have a better record. So I think Isaiah, when you have a guy as dominant as he is, you obviously need balance, but you got to have. You know, you got to go to work. You know what what works. That's why Jalen Noel had the ball all the time. He was pretty successful, and uh, so is he getting beat up that much down there? He he. It's a physical game, um, and he is a guy. Uh, uh, he just he. I, I have to do a better job of judging when he's tired and not tired because he's not going to tell you he's tired. One day he told me that he needed to feel his lungs burn just to feel like he was alive. And I go, you have to do what? And I'm like, That's, you should have never have told me that. Now I've got to get you more rest. But he's, he's just, you know, uh, he just plays so hard and he competes at a high level the whole time. And, you know, you know when you talk about dependability and, and what you want and know what you're going to get, I think he is the, the definition of that. Hey, um, half of the guys on on your roster and three of your starters haven't played in a Pac-12 game. Mm-hmm. Just is there anything that you want them to know, like how the level of competition is going to pick up? If, you know, for me, uh, you know, we played. Uh, I thought last year playing that great non-conference schedule helped us. I think playing this non-conference schedule helped us. Um, we didn't play on the road at all, other than Hawaii was a great environment to play Hawaii. I thought that was good for us. 
Um, and so just understanding that we're going to have to have longer periods of time of that consistency to be able to have a great year in conference. Um, you know, I don't want to make it too big of a deal because it's, it's really about us. It's about how we have to get better, how we have to play, and we can control a lot of, you know, where, where are the areas that we have to improve in. It has to be under our control. And um, so um, I know they're just excited. I mean, nothing's going to be like seeing, you know, Heck Ed sold out, UCLA, uh, Pac-12, students coming back. I mean, what's going to be better than that? And so, you know, when you walk into that building and you, you start to feel that environment, you start to feel that energy is really, really exciting. Having sort of gone through this conference now twice for you, do you feel like an old vet and like you kind of know these teams? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> an old vet. I feel like I'm learning every day. Um, it's, it's been an incredible uh, journey. Uh, in year three, what you really realize is how good of coaches we have in the league and you realize how competitive it is. And, you just want to represent the league and and uh, and play well. So, um, you know, you know, like UCLA. You know, Mick Ronan's been as consistent, as good a coach as there has been in college basketball. I think he went to nine straight tournaments when Cincinnati was struggling. He turned that whole program around. And uh, you know, now being at UCLA, he's got a young team, but. You know, he's always been a, the way Mick is. I've known him for a long time. He's a fighter and an incredible coach. So I know his guys will be thirsty up here, uh, you know, trying to get a win. And uh, that's what makes great conference games just make you so much better. And it makes it what makes college basketball so great. So just excited for that challenge. And, uh, and uh, it's going to be a great challenge for us. A couple more guys. You talked a little bit about Nas. He just seemed to start the season so hot. Mm -hmm. Isn't maybe a little bit of a lie for him? Well, I think, you know, Nas has been, has been great. And, you know, an a, 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 a old friend coach uh, of mine uh, who I really respect, and he, he told me a long time ago, um, you know, as, as you keep getting better, the game is always changing. And, and what he meant by that is, you know, as you become a guy that becomes a heavy guy on the scouting report, you know, teams are now designed to stop you. And that is a, a part of ev evolving as a player. Uh, you know, you came off that screen and you're wide, you're, you know, they're playing behind you and you score. Now, what after you score and you score and you have big games and they're playing Washington, what are they saying? How do we stop Nas Carter? He's averaging 18 a game. We do it like this, this, and that's, that's why it's so important. Now these other guys have their opportunities to step up in those games, it's like okay, we got to stop Isaiah, we got to stop Jay McThe Now these are going to be wide open, and so um, that's what makes great teams. And so I think you know Nas is a heck of a talent. He's been the most improved player the last couple of years here. Uh, he's an elite wing in the country, I believe. I think he's one of the best wings in America. It's going to be his first time where he's evolving as a player because of the way defenses are loading up and defending him. Does that make sense? And so it's a great learning experience for him. But um, once these other guys do their job and play and they do that, then it's going to lessen it on him. It's going to lessen down here. And now he's going to have opportunities to explode. And I think that's what great teams have is they have so many guys that they can go to that can step up and have big games. Is he taking too many threes? I mean, threes? I mean obviously he's gotten really better with his percentage there, yeah. but it seems to have taken away his – Mid-range game, that, like Jalen Noel. Yeah, he, you know, Nas is a Nas is our, our right now percentage-wise our best three-point shooter. Him and Quade, he is. He just he makes shots. I think that Nas. There's there's guys that can make.
tough shots, he's a tough shot maker. Um, and, you know, um, I think Nas, we've got to do a better job of getting them in the paint. It goes back to what we were curling them, and now teams are taking that away. So we have to find ways because he's an incredible mid-range shooter. And uh, we've now we've got to evolve as coaches and try to find new ways to get him because we need him. We need him to score for us to be really good. There's no question about it. Right. Thank you. One more. Have you had a conversation with Cam about scheduling Hawaii again next year? <laughs> <laughs> I was on the on the radio show the other night, and, yeah, I, yeah. I, and I said uh, I, I mentioned that someone wanted has been recruiting us for Maui, and everybody started cheering. <laughs> so, only if you win, right? It's great. Happy New Year, everybody.